TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who, in the name of charity and goodwill, shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! What are you doing? Well, we're just sitting here discussing our favorite John Grisham novel. Yeah, I, Snowcone said he was reading A Time to Kill, and I, in my head, I'm like, oh, this must be you guys talking about some sort some of murder politic thing, thing yeah. and I'm just not going to read. And I'm like, what? And I made the dumb error of asking, what are you guys talking about? Yep. Yep, turns out it was... Turns out it's a book from 1987. 19, yep, that's all that it was. everybody read in the And for some grade. reason, and by the way, I'm not making fun of him. He, he had to take a call. I love that, too. He just said, like, he looked at it, he's like, I got to take this call. I like, we care. But anyway, uh, he said he's having, oh, it's just taking me. I'm trying to finish this stuff, and I just can't finish this book. I'm like, it's not, I don't think it's a very big book. But what he was saying was that he started the movie I told you to watch, which was Extract. Oh, yeah, I, I guess he, I guess week. he found it. But I watched the Jake Paul movie. Did you like it? I stayed up late. Because I wanted to watch it, I kept getting distracted, and then I was like, "All right, I want to watch this movie." And I watched it, and I actually rewound parts a couple of times just because yeah. I was like, "Wait, what, what did they say?" And I thought it was interesting. Yeah, it's and good. I really it makes you think of that whole family in a different light. Yeah, I realized how I knew nothing about them. Exactly, I, absolutely That's me nothing. Too. I, I know, mean, so I didn't little. know that there were two different Paul brothers boxing at any point. Mm-hmm. I thought it was one of them. I didn't. I didn't even necessarily know the difference between Jake and Logan. That's what I'm saying. I I didn't know which was which, and I right. thought just one of them. I know Logan and, because he does WWE. Okay, see, I don't. So even, I, knew I didn't even that. know that. To me, Logan Paul, I would. I thought. I don't, like if you asked me which name is bigger, who who had more subscribers, I, I think Logan. I would have gone with Logan. Me right? too. But you know, based on that movie, I don't know what the status is yeah. now with all of the boxing stuff. But it seems like Jake is certainly doing a good job of. Keeping and himself famous. making a lot of money. Yeah, it's crazy. At some point, I think it was his dad in the movie, he said, you know, after the bad stuff happened, when he hit the slump, he's like, he was about to be nothing. He was yeah. about to lose it all. And you're thinking, well, yeah, but he's so popular. And then you think, no, but that's how this works, especially a YouTube celebrity yeah. who was really popular with young people and one of the very early influencers. So let's be honest. I'm not saying he didn't have competition. He did. 
but he was early enough in this that he was able to make a sure. name for himself or th- themselves doing mm. these Vine videos and everything. And then it, it is easy for but someone like that to disappear. Turned it into, you know, I didn't, we talked about it too much yesterday, so we won't, but they've turned it into real careers. Like, yeah. Jake Paul is a boxer. Yeah. He's a legitimate boxer that people know as a boxer. And Logan Paul is headlining WWE events. Those right. are not only real careers. Those are high-paying real careers. It's pretty the, crazy to think. I can't think of anybody else on YouTube who's really done that. I, well, yeah, and I don't know enough about people Me, on YouTube, but I can't, but I can't, I can't think, of think of like, oh, well, this person was a YouTuber, and now they're a professional Athlete right, of some sort. Else. Like yeah. I don't. Right. No. I mean, it's all still like they could be wildly famous and influenced, but it's still kind of all the internet thing. I haven't seen anybody sort of the same of thing. Like, yeah, you can have your own restaurant or your own right. energy bars, but you're still I mean, Mr. Beast videos. is obviously yeah. wildly successful, but he's still Mr. Beast. He's still Mr. Beast. Right. He's he hasn't crossed over into uh, you know leading man roles in movies right. or, or shortstop for the shortstop Yankees. for the Yankees <laughs> right. exactly because it's just kind of impossible to think that this. Obvious self promoter because he's a, a YouTube star. It, it was really impossible to think that any of this boxing stuff was legitimate beyond the point. I did, you know, I knew enough. I'd heard that he'd beat some like former right. MMA fighters. Where I was like, oh, he's a tough guy. Well, I read, but now, I still didn't think he was a boxer. You know, well, now I, I read he's me. fighting. He's boxing someone because I looked it up. Yeah, they, he's they boxing they, someone they new, someone. but he's also doing MMA now. Oh, he's doing both. Yeah, so he's going to do that. Apparently, he's training. Brazilian jiu-jitsu or whatever it is. Well, they're certainly good at business. Yeah, for sure. And I thought the dad stuff is really interesting because I noticed that those guys occasionally refer to their dad as dad, but most of the time they'd call him by his first name. And there was a lot of references to him being heavy-handed, and, and it abusive. sounded like it was beyond that because then they start saying abusive. and then But it uh, also felt like Logan was a little less on the abusive train than Jake was. Well, except that Logan said... Uh, something about the abuse and said, we were tortured, dude. We were tortured. Yes. But then he follows that up with, but, you know, it turned us into who we are today. And, and that's all of the my kind success of thing, I give to my right, dad. That's the kind of thing where we're like, Jake well, never came back and said that. Yeah, and, and him and his dad apparently were in some sort of a fight because he had called them out for being abusive right. and they got mad at one another. But that's where I think, all right, what does the therapist say about this? Right. What does the therapist say when they watch a guy say, my dad abused me? I mean, I was tortured. But... Basically, I wouldn't change a thing because it turned right. me into who I am today. I don't know what you call that. I'm sure there's a term for that in psychiatry. Growing up? Y- yeah. I mean, right. being honest, like growing up, you go look back on it and you're like, well, all that happened. But it shouldn't excuse It doesn't abuse. excuse the behavior, but it yeah. also doesn't. I think he was saying it didn't give me an excuse to not be successful. Right. That's, That's kind of I got the vibe fair. from it. Like You get nothing for free in life. Yeah. Life is hard. It was bad. <laughs> And I did like the line that the dad had at the beginning. I mean, I know I'm not saying this guy's a good guy. It sounds like he's an abusive dick. But at the beginning of the movie, he's like, people say I'm too tough. People say I'm abusive. Well, give me your kids for two weeks. When you get them back, they'll be better kids. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, well, he's, he's certainly confident. That's yeah. for sure. Or like, he's Some guy comes into this bar, starts kicking people's asses. Who you want in here? That's woke right. liberal or me? Yeah, he's like, you, like, you well, want I some mean... woke person who's worried about feelings? <laughs> well, you want me? I think he actually said his own name and referred to himself yeah. in third person. I'm not positive, but yeah. yeah. So I watched that. And, and then, I was like, as much of an idiot thing. That that is, like, I, I guess I do kind of want you. Well, in, in sure, <laughs> I get it. Look, I mean, if we're in a bar and someone comes in, I guess I want War Machine there to fight them. But yeah. otherwise, well, I don't think you want them. Well, that's I, that's the point I'm making, though. Like, if someone is coming into the bar attacking right. everyone, I guess it would be good if War Machine was there. That's one instance where, okay, I guess 
I'd like to have War Machine around, but that doesn't <laughs> excuse his behavior. Purpose, exactly, right. exactly. What I hate is at the end when they start showing the, the, the teasers for these other things, like, man, come on. Didn't the Urban Meyer one look it. good? It looked good, and I think this thing about Johnny Football. Oh, man. Because I know nothing about him past. I know, is he still playing in Canada? I've checked on him a couple so. times, and he was playing either. in Canada. I don't think okay, so. Okay, well, the last couple times I looked at him, Wikipedia said that he played in Canada, but that's probably been over a year. So I didn't know if he was playing at all anymore. But I'm not a college sports person. I know nothing about college sports. Obviously, I knew his name. Anytime someone wins the Heisman, I feel like even if you're not a of sports course. fan, you, you become aware. But all that talk about where he was going to play, he, he had the nickname, and then he just became this. As a fall from grace. Total fall from grace with the partying and the not playing well and just all of it. But honestly, I kind of looked at that from a distance as, oh, that didn't pan out. I'm old enough that I've seen lots of players who are drafted early mm-hmm. and they were supposed to be great. You know, right. Ryan Leaf always Ryan comes Leaf. to mind, and it yeah. do- doesn't work out. And so you know that that can happen. And sometimes they're just mediocre or they get injured So or in 2022, he played in the FCF. Okay, which, which I is, don't know what that is. Oh, that that's another American football, football league. I don't know. I don't even know. It could be anything because it doesn't even have a link for the FCF. It just says twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two. He played in the FCF. Well, I guess Snowcone, you probably haven't seen the trailer for professional this thing, indoor football team. Okay, and I actually may have seen that he was playing fan controlled football. That's league. one that yep, where you get to help coach the team. I did read that. So I I have looked at his Wikipedia. I don't right. know, but that was 2022. So I don't know what yeah. he's doing now. And I also don't know, maybe they'll say in the documentary, but you got to wonder what's his financial situation like? Yeah. How much mm-hmm. money did he get when he was signed? I'm guessing it was a lot. A signing bonus. That's a probably, Laszlo yeah. question. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I know it's your rookie season, but still, it's the NFL. You have a Heisman. You're, you've got the Heisman. Everybody's you're talking about you. Yeah, you, you get you get some money for that, right? Bonus, I know you don't sure. get your big contract. That comes later. But you get some you money. Get a big signing bonus. But is, is it enough to live on for the rest of your life? Live it would be on. enough for us to live on the rest of our life the way that we it. live, right? But I don't know. Yeah. It, once you buy that house, or I guess it's not well, even the house that gets you, it's the other 21 stuff. teams passed on him oh really so he didn't go that high oh okay well see i didn't know that either i thought he was near the top didn't you would you have guessed I, I that guess, i would have guessed yeah i would have i really thought he was he right was the supposed to but then you well, know, they were they kinda... were worried about his off-field antics mm-hmm. and he was just a party guy the right? browns drafted him at the 22nd over all pick oh okay so he might not have got a lot of money i mean still he got a lot of money but not like a yeah, lot of still money a first round pick yeah but he wasn't there long enough to get that contract no so you know like lazo says if you buy the house at least you got something you can sell mm-hmm. but it. other than that if he was out partying in the trailer snow well, johnny Manziel signed a four-year eight million dollar deal eight million with the cleveland browns including so that includes a four million dollar signing bonus okay that's that's including that and, and that's, seven point nine million of it was guaranteed. Yeah, so he ask, got seven point nine. Okay. Now he says in that trailer, Lazo, maybe he you remember five million on a weekend. Okay, that's what I was thinking. He said something about one of those party, one of those benders was a five million dollar. I couldn't remember if he said two million dollar or five million dollar bender. That's what I want to know. I couldn't know if I tried. That's what I want to know. And in the trailer, he's talking about how you know I thought that, that this party made me a better player. Like you know, I thought this made me. Better at my at my craft. Mm. I got to go out there and I guess relieve some stress. I don't know, but I, I wonder if this is going to be in a sense kind of like the Manti Teo thing, where my perception of him will totally change. Right, and I don't expect to like him as much as Manti Teo. But okay, so he says. I ended up liking him. Johnny Menzel played for the fan controlled football league, and he made four hundred to seven hundred and fifty dollars. Okay, 
that's so like that's per game. Oh, so per game. Okay. they say he made three thousand dollars a month. Okay. From the FCF, but he also God apparently damn. made appearances with the Canadian Football League, and because of that, he had a base salary of one hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year. So until that ended, though, Jesus, I don't. I wonder when that ended. I don't know how That's long he fall. played for. And then he also signed memorabilia, uh, three thousand dollars to sign ten thousand pieces of memorabilia. Oh yeah. Uh, and a guy paid another guy paid him thirty thousand dollars to sign memorabilia. This thing right here, Sports Skeeta, says he right now says according to Celebrity Net Worth, Johnny Manziel has a net worth of six million, and somehow through everything he does, he's bringing in two million a year. Okay, well, so, and Wikipedia says the only team he currently plays for is that Zappers team. The other ones like the Memphis Express was twenty nineteen, Montreal uh, twenty eighteen. So the only one that says it says twenty twenty one to present is the FCF Zappers. And that's oh, and the, this was in twenty twenty one. Okay, when this was written. So. Okay. And you, I mean, that's really hard to know when they do those net worths when you're talking mm-hmm. about someone who spends like that. I mean, there's been players who have a reputation for partying and uh, drinking and, you know, maybe doing things that the coaches wish they wouldn't, getting mm-hmm. photographed out drunk at night before a game, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But Manziel seemed to have, like, the ultimate reputation yeah. for it. And if he says he and spent... Drunk. If he says, yeah, it, but but... See, but Gronk backed it up. Gronk backed it up. Yeah, that's the thing. And and I don't know, was Gronk the same? Yes, he partied, but he partied after these victories. I got the impression but that Gronk Manziel was partying the, seven days a week. I think Gronk is the drunk. party guy of the NFL. That's who I think Gronk. Yeah, He's but the, he was, I disagree, he wasn't though. a party guy. He went to practice. Right. He yeah, busted yeah. his ass. He, and then he partied. No, and then he yeah. partied. No, like, I think Manziel he partied. Man, that's what I'm saying. I think he backed it up. Yeah, I feel like right. Manziel was the guy who showed up late mm-hmm. to practice, hung over, or whatever right, it was. I don't think and Gronk I don't think Gronk, mm-hmm. I don't think of Gronk as that kind of person, or mm-hmm. having that reputation. You don't hear former teammates or coaches complaining about him. like a really, hard worker in the offseason. And that was the opposite complaint about Manziel, right? He just wasn't. Wasn't yeah, part, up. party on the weekends of the NFL games. I think Gronk can get an hour of sleep and show up to practice where Manziel is yeah. going to take, you know, six hours. Well, and the question I, I have just to- doubt, I don't know. We're just talking about too long. I just don't, if, if, I think if Gronk was going out getting drunk before Sunday night games on Saturday or on Tuesdays, Brady wouldn't have loved him. Yeah, I, I just feel agree. like he probably is the kind of guy that worked super hard during the season. That's true. First, to, first there, first to leave, but when he left, he, it was his time and he party. After the win, then right. you go party, get on the tour bus. Right. But a question I have for someone like you, Lazar, some sports person, is Manziel, how old is he now? He's, uh, I guess I'm on his Wikipedia. I can look at your, oh, he's 30 now. But when you see a guy like he's that. still young enough to play. Right. I, it, it, I don't know how good he was. Like, I don't know if, if he was the kind of player. There's a lot of college players that don't translate into the NFL. Right. I don't know if you thought, Lazo, this guy looks like someone that will be good in the NFL. No, but, but I was wrong on a lot of that because – let me just make sure I look this up. But he, he's young enough that couldn't he exercise and get healthy and really try and play football again, at least be a backup somewhere? Or is he? Do you lose that with just that many years not being in the league? I was thinking he was like 28. Oh, yeah. I don't think you can necessarily just go back and pick it up. It's something you got to continue to work at. Yeah. But with as many, I'm guessing he has been working. He's been playing with these other teams. Been playing with these other teams, so it's not like he just stopped doing it. Right. I just wonder, like, if you really, really tried and you get healthy and you do all those things, if you could at least get a job as a backup somewhere. He's got to wonder that every day, right? Maybe. I don't know. I I don't know. Maybe we'll learn the documentary. Maybe he's up until last night was still partying. I really don't know. How do you spend $5 million? The guys you envy, though, are the guys who do it 
and are still successful, right? Of course. There's not very many of them. When you think of golf, John Daly, just people talk about playing golf with John Daly, just crushes 20 beers on the course, smokes cigarettes, and just smashes. Like, could he have been better? Sure. Yeah. But he made a lot of money. Yeah. And yeah. did it the way he wanted to yeah. do it. There's baseball players who've had that reputation. Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle talking about just getting hammered. Don't forget about Kyle Orton. I yeah, mean, right? look, <laughs> the guy stuck around right. the league for a while. Come Kyle on. Kyle Orton, Mickey Mantle. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> I contributed there. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What are you doing? I know you just uh, went to the Twin Cities. I did. Summer travel is underway, according to this mm-hmm. thing here that I'm reading. Obviously, I mean, oh, it's, it's August. So I don't know if you're planning on going anywhere else, but uh, we've talked about family vacations and how they're different for everyone, what they were like for us as kids. And it sounds like yours and mine were sort of similar in the sense that like there was a lot of driving, right? Yes. There wasn't a lot. Of, I didn't fly ever. So uh, I don't know if you, I think you did fly Sometimes. a couple of times, but, but usually you guys would get in the car and your dad would drive. Yeah, we spent like, you know, go look at historical like a month, whatever, you know, in South Florida. Yeah, well, yeah, and then you went to Florida all the time, too, which is... So then we would drive if we went there. If we were only going for, like, two weeks or something. But did you you stopped along the way at all, at all that stuff. Yeah, okay, okay, that's what The I gnomes and the... Yeah, we just never ended up in somewhere like Florida. I mean, I, occasionally we ended up somewhere good. South Carolina, uh, one time, uh, I had to go to California for a funeral once when I was a kid. Well, but usually a, a just, good family vacation. Well, I didn't know the broad that that well. She was really, really old, like like scary old. Like when I was around her, I was like, you know, she would want me to hug her, and I'm like, I, I am frightened of you. Please get away from me. I think she died at like 103. So Jesus, yeah, she was pretty old. But anyway, this uh, this group, um, not when I saw her. I don't know what she looked like when she was younger. I don't think they had cameras when she was younger, so <laughs> no one will ever know. But. So this uh, travel agency, or not travel agency, but this uh, travel uh, journalism thing does this. Uh, they do a bunch of stuff, but they do the most expensive places. Like if you're thinking of traveling these places, these are the most expensive. Which, by the way, I looked at their most expensive, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm not. I'm, I'm okay not being able to go to any of those places. It sounds okay. like a lot of work. I mean, like most expensive places were like going to the Congo. Okay, or, I don't want to go or to Botswana. Why do you want to go to Congo? I don't know. Or maybe look for the lost city of something. I don't know. That's what I think. I just think of the movie Congo, I guess. Uh, Antarctica. I don't have any real interest in that. No. Uh, Tanzania. That's just all stuff that I'm like, no, I would have to have a tour guide. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. That doesn't interest me. I, I, I need to check the Homeland Security website to see if it says that travel is safe to these places. Yeah. But they do every year for summer travel. They go, here's your best uh, vacations you can take best budget for the money okay. best bang for the buck and they, they're all uh, traveling outside the united states right so assuming that you want to leave the country so here's the top 10 i'm i'm really just curious the reason i brought it up how many of these places you would like to go i know you're not big on uh, international yeah, travel right because just all the work that goes into it and the passports like and the money. Like the, the going there sounds okay yeah but right the money and the, the passports flying. and the customs yeah. and it just feels like a real pain. Like, I, I can't get excited. And it feels like you it. need at least two weeks at a time. And most companies right. aren't going to give you two weeks no. off in a row. So when you are when you got one week, it's kind of hard to justify spending a few dollars. And I don't know how things work. Yeah. I know that people are like, oh, you're so uncultured. I get it. But I don't know how things work. So if I'm going to take my kids to, you know, Scotland and one of them gets sick, like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like, how do I manage my way? If we're in New Mexico, I've got an idea. Yeah, you had to get them I home. I can figure it out. That's the biggest fear. I know. Getting I, sick right, get, outside of the country. Getting them home. Like, what do I do? Right? Like, Sounds what if someone gets horrible. in an accident? Like, yes. I don't know. Yeah. 
illness or, or injury. What if I get arrested and they're there? Well, that'd be bad. Uh, but I'm saying, at least yeah. in New Mexico, I could call you or my mother. Right. Be like, get them home. Someone can get you there. <clears throat> right. Yes. Not like I could call Stoke and be like, hey, I'm in the Congo. <laughs> right. Can you get my kids? I got arrested. Are you still doing Uber? I would yeah. get them. Stoke Stoke going get there. Well, it, it just doesn't make any sense to Which, me. Which, by the way, how much? let me see how much it costs to go to the Congo. That was their cheapest one. 32 grand. So Okay, so the, these are the budget ones, all right? I'll start at the bottom, because they and they get cheaper as you go up. So we'll end with the, the best budget trip. Okay. So number 10 is the Philippines. Uh, 5300 yeah. bucks on average yeah, to yeah, go to yeah, the yeah, Philippines. Yeah. I don't know the Philippines. Don't they? Ha- is that is that Duarte guy or is that uh, is that not Philippines? Oh no, that is right. Right? Is he still? Is he still God, causing problems so. over there? It seemed like things monster. were getting yeah. It seemed like Guys things were getting scary over it, there. Man. Well, I think it used they to be bring awesome. Home right? Beautiful Filipino women and marry them. And I'm not saying that it isn't still filled with great people in a beautiful country. It just seems like their politics in the last Mama few years son. were a little scary to the point where I'd be like, I don't know if I. But I'm also totally ignorant, and I could be thinking of the wrong country, and someone might write us on Twitch right now and say, you are a moron. You're thinking of the wrong place. But 50- Like Navy guys would die to get stationed in the Philippines. Mm, it doesn't look like Duarte. Who is it now? Looks like... Was he? It says here, incumbent Bong Bong Mark- Marcos. Okay, yeah. but was Duarte, was that Rodrigo Philippines? Duarte was Philippines, Okay, yeah. just making sure. All right, so then the next one is Vietnam. I remember, what's his name? Anthony Bourdain. Wasn't he the one that went to Vietnam? Yeah, it looked really nice. Yeah. It looked really, really Yeah, I think really Little beautiful. Obama went together, didn't they? Oh, did they? Is that what it was? There's some restaurant they had. I think that was in I Vietnam. know I watched some show, some travel show where they were in Vietnam, and the people seemed super nice, mm-hmm. and when I'm shocked, like, how nice they were to Americans. Heinz like, Ward. Heinz Ward? Ward? The Steelers? Yeah, he did uh, the documentary of traveling to Vietnam, because I think maybe his mother was Vietnamese and his father was a soldier. Okay. Mm, I don't think I saw that. I think it was an Anthony Bourdain thing, but I could, I could be wrong. I don't know. I know but for sure he did go there. The, the people seemed real nice. They kept raving about how good the food was. I mean, it looked awesome. Um, $5,181. My dad didn't want us there. Right. Well, yeah, I would think, time. you know, yeah, it just, just depends. A lot less Agent Orange now. <laughs> yeah, so I hear. And they talk about the American War, and there's like, you know, they've got the, the jets that they yeah. downed, then they've got them up on podiums or whatever, like as uh, you know, statues. Of course. Yeah. Well, it should be. It should be for them. I mean, for you, sure. you, you, you kept America. Ass. Yeah, you kicked America out. Weren't some of the Vietnamese on our side? Boy, there's yeah. like North southern. Vietnamese and South Vietnamese. Southern, right? Yeah, yeah the Southern Vietnamese. I, were the, on our the, side. The, the people that were, and the thing that I watched, whether it was uh, Anthony Bourdain or whatever it was, I, they did not seem like they their ancestors were on the American side. They seemed very happy about beating the Americans, and it's a great point of pride. But I don't know what the population breakdown either. is, the percentages is. Are, I don't know. Aruba. Okay, now now we're talking. I Aruba's 4900 bucks. Well, of course I'd go to Aruba. Yeah, I'm not even really sure. Jamaica. Bahamas. You know, I bring a pretty mama. I, I, I don't know which one it is. If you had me pull out a map right now and point to it, could not tell. Well, you I used to go to the Bahamas. That's where I would go. Yeah, but now all you needed was a driver's license. But now they changed that too. Oh, nine eleven changed everything. You can go to Puerto Rico. I know. Yeah, I need to do need that. A passport to go there, and it's awesome. Jamaica. I've been there. there. Forty six hundred bucks is the average. I like trip. the Bahamas better. To About be honest, forty seven hundred. I've never been to the Bahamas, but I did think the people in Jamaica were nice, and I did they think were. that the food was. Awesome and, and unique. You know, it's not just that the food is good. It's when it's something different. I really liked Jamaican food. Then Bahamas is next. 4600 bucks. Of course, you'd go to the Bahamas. Dominican Republic. Now, this is definitely going to sound racist, but for some reason, when I think of the Dominican Republic, I think if I'm in trouble with the law, I'm going to run to the Dominican Republic. I, I don't know if I've heard of other people doing that or mm. if it's like a thing that tech guys used to Doesn't do when they were Nick breaking the law. 
He, oh, I know went he went once, there. at least, right? I don't know if he's been there more than once. Maybe he has been I there more than once. I think he's been there more than once. Like, he that talks sounds about gambling familiar there a lot. that he liked it. Yeah, yeah that he I liked like it he there did. a lot. But yeah, that is definitely a place I would go, as far as I know. Uh, maybe. Y- you don't know? Well, I mean, I've heard it's between, you know, it, if Hades there, right there. Yeah. The same island, right? Yeah. 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 So I'm like, I, could I get lost there? And then that's what I think. And then the other one is... Just Big Poppy getting shot in the chest at a bar. I know, and he's a hero. So I start to think, like, okay. Yeah. But not like people don't get shot shot in America. But, again, I know how to get home. Yes, exactly. You know what number to call to get the police. (laughs) Right. All those things. Yeah, I don't know. I think I would go there. It looks nice. I think the fact that Nick has gone there, too, and and sent all those pictures, I was like, yeah, it looks good to me. Honestly, I don't understand. I watched Conan O'Brien go to Haiti, and I'm like, "I, I can't. Understand how because th- you can see the old resorts where they right. used to, it's like how this is a happened. beautiful island. There should be money they coming in here. It, but yeah, I'm sure we did. I'm sure somehow. we had something to do with I'm it. I'm sure we did. I'm sure it's our fault. But it, why can't we fix it then? Help them fix it because obviously it would it be a like prime the tourist Dominican Republic is a tourist attraction and people go there. Yeah, and it has to be exactly the same exactly. as Haiti, right? right? Like it has to be. It's a beautiful island with beautiful so water. So it and feels like if we just pumped it full of money, fix those resorts. Turn it yeah. into make you sure know. that the, the people there get get that money. I'm sure yeah. we could ask Sean Penn. I know that's a big uh, cause of his. Right. Didn't something just happen? Hey, someone just something bad just happened. Just there. seems like someone those are places that should be easier to fix. That's what people say. That's not fixing. It's cultural appropriation and gentrification. But no, just like yo, send seventy million dollars over there and build giant resorts fix and then the give all the people jobs. Yeah, fix the roads and then you know have Americans go over there and spend money. Yes, because there should be it's it, 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 it should be able to sustain itself Republic. with tourist dollars right. because it's a perfect tourist destination. Right. So just fix the roads and the infrastructure. Much harder to do that in Ethiopia. Right. right? Or, or to do in a giant country. But uh, you know, Dubai did it. Right. Yes. Dubai's like, true. we're not even really a tourist money, thing, but watch us. Money fixed it. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Enough money will do it. And I know that America has money th- yeah. that they waste. And I got to think that they could afford to fix fix the roads and, and fix the infrastructure there. I don't know whose fault it was. Maybe the French, too. Whatever. All the white people that mm-hmm. caused problems there should be fixing that island, I feel like. But uh, Dominican Republic, uh, Haiti, by the way, was not on the list. The next one's Bermuda. Didn't I already say Bermuda? No. You no, said I said Aruba. I said Aruba. That's right. <laughs> Confused. I, I just realized oh, that those are two thing. different places. Bermuda's will cost you forty four hundred bucks. Puerto Rico thirty nine. I do love that tweet that everybody's seen, but it's true. You know, when I was a kid, I thought the Bermuda Triangle was going to be, you know, have a lot more effect on my life right. <laughs> yeah. than it ever did. Yeah. Because yeah. I watched a movie about it. Oh, like, I read like, all those books when man. I was a kid. I was like, man, it, now I'm like, I don't even know everything. where that is. Yeah, Bermuda know. Triangle you, quicksand. Do you think right. like, we'll take you down? You yeah. can't fly through there. You can't take mm-hmm. a boat through there. Not to mention the curse of all those Egyptian tombs. I thought it was yeah, going to wipe us all out. That yeah, stuff was mm-hmm. spreading like a, a serious, a, a, you know, like COVID before COVID. Yeah. At least in those books I read in the library when I was a kid. Those books have probably been taken out of the libraries by now. You don't want to scare kids. Puerto Rico's number three. Cost you 3900 bucks. I've been there. Cost uh, you how much? 3900 bucks. That's not bad. No. Not at all. And, uh, I mean, I've only been once, but I thought it was really cool. I stayed in San Juan, old San Juan. I stayed in this place that used to be... Oh, where where do nuns live? There's a name for that. Uh, where do they keep Covenant? the nuns? Convent? Nunnery? There's a name for it's where they convent, keep the nuns. Isn't it? Convent, right? Convent. Is that it? Is Covenant? that where they keep convent? the nuns? Convent? God, listen yeah, to I us. think... Th- hey, that's the point, <laughs> man. convent that's is point. right. So we're right? real people. We're real people. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think that's convent right. Convent is right. Yeah. I don't know what covenant is. And I think it's witches. Yeah, that sounds like something... That's coven. Covenant? No, Covenant has something to do with magic and witches and spells, right? right? The it's Covenant. There was a movie, yeah, The Covenant, right? and it wasn't about nuns, I don't think. The Covenant wasn't. <laughs> anyway. I feel like it was that, or that, just the nun. 
Well, there has yeah, been the nun. the nun. Yeah, I never saw it, but uh, I yeah. remember the cover of it. I remember it came out like a couple years ago, right? Maybe? Yeah, within the last five. We six were watching years. TV, and I just remember the, a preview for that was on or something, and then like maybe four or five days later, I'm laying in bed with Chacho, and you know we're just reading, and you know he's about to fall asleep or whatever, and he goes, "Hey, can I tell you something?" And I go, "Yeah." He goes. I don't ever want to see the nun. <laughs> you never know what sticks in the kid's you know I mean? head. Right. But it's just like, you know, in case I, you I were kind of sitting on this for a couple days. <laughs> a few days. He wants to work up the courage I'm not scared, right. but I'm just telling you, just, you know what? Let's right. Go ahead and let's get that out so in the air. I'm, um, that is I don't so really funny. want to see that. Can't say it in the moment. Let's see you come off as a coward. But he's just thinking, like, if I don't say something, <laughs> we, could end we up might end up going to see this stupid movie. He's thinking about it in bed yeah. at night. He's thinking about it when he wakes up. He's eating a cereal. He's like, do I say it? <laughs> Is anyone else we're not see? going to see it? I, I mean, don't take think, my chances. Don't think my boy. brother would want to see it either. Damn, it's just my luck. And that voice in his head, which I can hear, yeah. saying, like, you're going to have to say something. And then the way he just slings it out there. Right. Like, hey, you know, just... You guys are sitting there, there reading A Time to Kill, and he looks over and says, listen, before I fall asleep, because yeah. I'm getting tired, and I want to say it now, because I promised myself this morning when I woke up I would do it, to- so and this is the end of the day. Now. Yeah. Uh, well, I never saw By the way, I said I don't it looks horribly scary. Looks- I don't want to see it. Oh, okay. I don't remember. I you thought love it scary like- movies. I do. I don't, it just I looked- that one looked like I a dumb one. but yeah. I don't uh, hate them, but I don't. Love them. Uh, yeah, no. They've they've put out a lot of real dumb ones in the last however many years. I guess all years because they're cheap and they they can usually turn a profit. But I don't watch a lot of those, like The Nun or whatever. Uh, I usually wait for other people to say this is a good one. You should watch it, and then I watch them. Like oh, it was okay because usually it's just the old ones. You like the old ones because you were a kid and they scared you when you were a kid, and it can you can remember that feeling. It evokes that feeling, you know, like where you were with the first time you watched Halloween or whatever yeah, it was. I don't watch but, any of them. The only ones I watch are that Friday the Thirteenth. I watch those on my own. Like if I see there's a new one or whatever, yeah, or not. Scream. Sorry, I still watch Scream. If there's I do, a new one, I just watch that. The like, last I'm one not, was a bummer, uh, but on the subway. Was it on the subway? Was that the newest one? I don't even remember. I thought I that just, was pretty good. I thought the one right before it was pretty good, the one from last year or whatever, and I thought the one that came out this year was, yeah, it was all right. Maybe I'm missing one. That wasn't on a subway? It probably in was. In New York? I, don't, I do remember the subway. School? But you know what? I'm thinking of the subway. I'm thinking of Batman now or Joker, so yeah. I don't even remember. But Puerto Rico's cool. I like the one on the subway. I thought it was all right. So there you go. I recommend if you go to Puerto Rico, stay in that hotel that used to be a place where nuns lived, a covenant. And uh, it, it's, it, it's cool. Like, that city's old and... You know, everybody, you're a citizen because everybody's right. a citizen, so you don't have to worry about, like you right. say, this, what if I get trapped here? Right. What if I get in trouble? No, it's, it's America. Okay, then the two, the top two, according to this uh, group, they say best value trips. Mexico is number two at 3800 bucks. Okay. Okay. Which I think we've all been to Mexico. Or have you been to I've Mexico? I've been to Mexico. Okay. You've been to Mexico. I don't, right? I don't see why I would go. I think because of exactly this, it, you get a lot for your money. I guess it's cheap to get there, and the, they, do have, beautiful, they do have beautiful. They do have beautiful beaches. Is it safe? You know, I know everyone's going right, to kinda, San Diego. Kind of comes and goes. The, gonna jump on. It's like, of course, it's safe. Why, is level. it safe? But they do have great resorts and a lot of them, and so there's a lot of competition, and you can usually get good deals. And I the beaches are awesome. There. The beaches are awesome. I get. I mean, Why I understand. I want to take your kid there. I'm saying, like, if you just want to go to an all-inclusive resort and be somewhere tropical, or whatever, I guess maybe you could do that in San Diego. I don't know. But it might be just as cheap, honestly, to go to Mexico and stay at one of these fancy resorts. I don't know. And the number one, though, this is, the, this is their number one. And the reason this made the news is because their top destination snow cone. Hmm. What do you think? <laughs> I have no idea. Come on, snow cone. Why would I know? Think of a summer trip that if only I could afford to go there. Lake of the Ozone. Gathering no, no, no. the Juggalos? No, no, no. Remember, this is international. You're going to travel to another country. Oh, 
You're going to say Thailand. No, that would be me. I'm saying I you. you said, for me, I don't know. Colombia. Colombia is the number one. <laughs> oh, number man. one, but you can do it for like three grand. I would like to go to Colombia. <laughs> me reasons. too. I've seen actually some of these videos. <laughs> I don't go, go there. I think they're to the point now where they, not only do you get to see the hippos and all that stuff, but I think they kind of just have embraced like, look. This is what it is. This is what it is. We know what you're We're here selling for. it on the street. We have coke, cocaine candy, cocaine like lollipops, cocaine no, beverages. That sounds to and me it's actual like... cocaine. It's not what you're getting in the United it States. It sounds to me like people who think they're going to do the same thing in Key West, and they all end up in a drunk tank. Like I feel like I'd go to Columbia and be like, hey, everybody does cocaine. And they'd be like, well, actually not. And now you get to go spend a couple days in a Colombian prison. Yeah, I'm not I don't want to risk that. Trust me. Right. It, the, the risk there is certainly heavy on my mind and the yes. idea of being in a Columbia prison no. but I do watch scared. in the travel shows it does seem like I've been watching Walk Walk the Fiance. They've, they've been in Columbia a lot this season and it's, it looks beautiful it, and it looks like all the vendors are out there on the streets yeah, and the awesome. and they're just kind of like everything has cocaine in it do you want a cocaine leaf do you want cocaine <laughs> no. but I think it's illegal there but they're just yeah. kind of doing the no. the old yeah you're you going to end up there it's nobody's coming to get us legal. <laughs> I get they're it like, hey, oh man. Slim Fast got arrested like Biden's not saying anything Right, he was no, there with a not. bunch of cocaine and prostitutes. Let's go get him. I totally understand. What you're going to let you die, then. and I don't want to get sick there. I, what I don't want to do is be like, "Hey, I got this cocaine lollipop. I guess you eat it." And then next thing you know, I've got dysentery and I'm in a hospital there. That yeah, does no. not sound good no, at all. No, I don't know exactly who's running the country. I don't know. I assume it's police and there's some Columbia. law and order. But those—that's one of those countries where you got to figure out the rules first, like. Don't talk to the police. Or if you talk to the police, you got to make no. sure that you give them cash no, no, or whatever. No, no. That's too much for when me. You give them cash and they say it's a bribe and they arrest you. Exactly. I don't need any of yeah. that. It's, it's, it's high risk. But, you know, risk versus reward, like we always say. It's not like it's hard to get cocaine here. Real cocaine, though? I bet <laughs> I mean, Colombian you can get cocaine. Good cocaine. I don't know if you can. Well, I mean, risk versus reward. You can get pretty. I promise you, Snow Cone can get you good cocaine. <laughs> Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Yo, yo, what's going on? Do you have any friends who online date and talk about how they don't have any luck and how they've been doing it forever? And no, no, not really. I feel like I know a few people that say that they've used every single app. And the big thing I hear a lot is that uh, when they travel, 
I hear people talk about, you know, when they travel out of town, they get excited to check the dating apps because they finally get new people. Because I guess you know, it's not like we live in a small town, but it's small enough that when you say I'm looking for single people this mm-hmm. age. And so when you've used those apps, mm-hmm. I guess you can kind of know the same people on the different apps a lot of times. And yeah, you yeah. can kind of feel like when you've gone from the beginning all the way to the end. Right. Yeah, it can happen. like I think I've gone through all these. I've got one friend it's who's a lot of like, people, but, but I, it can happen. I mean, I've got a friend who he, he's just he does the Laszlo method, which is. Just say yes to everyone. Yeah, then we'll right? sort them out later. Yeah, well, yes to everybody and then see mm-hmm. you know, who matches. And he'll go on every single app and say yes to every single person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, some of those are bots. Apparently that's a big issue. That's one of the other things. But then, you know, once you've got those matches, you've got to make the first move and blah, blah, blah. And you would think, mm-hmm. if you had a time machine and went back in time, even just to the 90s and said, hey, you know, 20, 30 years from now, we're going to have these phones, and you'll have an app on there that looks like this, and you'll just be able to look at all the single people, and you'll be able to swipe. You would think, like, well, it's going to be so easy to meet people. I mean, how could you be single, right? Because you're going to be able to find all these people, and you won't even have to ask them face-to-face if they're interested in you. You'll find out later because they swiped on their phone, you swiped on yours. Like, this is a perfect system. Yet there's still all these people who are on these dating apps and have a tough time. Well, I thought this was super interesting. Your favorite school, Laszlo University of Michigan, used all this stuff that happens on dating apps uh, as data to do studies about mm. what, what's going on. Just, I mean, they studied all kinds of stuff that I thought was interesting, like even who contacts someone first if you do match. It. Okay. It's usually men, and they found out that it's actually over 80% of the time the man is expected to say something first. Mm-hmm. But then also the thing that I found the most interesting was what range of attractiveness are we looking at? So they say, basically, we do have leagues. Okay, let's not pretend like we don't. Of course. We have leagues, and there, you, know, you probably have some idea of your league. I don't know how old you have to be. I know that there are, is a big thing right now on TikTok of people talking about ugly phases where they say, well, I'm ugly now, but that's an ugly phase, and I'll be better looking later because that's Hopefully. a normal thing. Have you seen these, like, no. this girl on TikTok? So I'm in an ugly phase. And women, I think we all know what this is, okay? It's when you're not feeling yourself. You feel like you're ugly, like you've never looked worse. Do you look the same as you did when you felt pretty? Yes, but, like, it's a feeling, okay? And I have a theory about this. My theory is is that when I'm going through an ugly phase, it's like I'm shedding the past version of myself, and I'm going to emerge Oh, you're hard. molting. Will I look the mm. same? Probably, but that's not the point. The point is it's a feeling, okay? And right now, that's why I haven't been posting on TikTok, because I've been going through an ugly phase. You know? It's all in your head. You know? I, I, think she's, I think she's talking about, when I think of an ugly phase, I think of like you know my, a few of my teenage years. Not to say that I ever came out the other end as the, uh, now I'm in my attractive phase, but certainly I went through a awkward phase. And I know not everyone does, but a I lot think, of people go I through a really awkward phase. You are always handsome. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I've got some pictures that would definitely disprove that. Mm-hmm. I went through a, a really bad, awkward phase. And if I'm being honest... There was I one to... picture that you showed me where you looked like Lucas from that movie. Yeah, Lucas. Lucas, I think, is the name of the movie. Yeah, I mean, the glasses weren't helping, but also I had really bad skin for a while. Well, I was in a black and white picture, but everybody skinny. was taller than you, and you were just standing next to him, and your pants were too big. You looked like Lucas. Yeah, I, was, I mean, it did, I wasn't doing myself any favors. I, I dressed poorly, but I think I was trying to hide... What I looked like because I was so scrawny and my skin was so bad and it was just well, an awkward face. For the most face. part, I think you're a handsome kid. You're seeing your picture, handsome. Well, thank you very much. That that would have been just after I guess. And my a good looking man. You know what? I'm not trying to be mean. She can't hear this anyways. But my niece, she went through an awkward phase, and when she came, I honestly thought for a while, I was like, man, that's a shame. You know, like she's gonna have it. She's got a tough road ahead of her because. 
this world is not fair, especially to women, and she's she's just going to have a tough go of it. And then Which she she ended up, she ended up being super pretty. Like I would think which she's one? a popular girl now. I'm not going to say which one, but I would think, oh my gosh, you know. Why wouldn't you say which one? There's because there's just no reason to. I don't know. I mean, the point is, I've watched. The, I don't have, have kids I of my own. I don't think so. Hmm. I don't have kids of my own, but I've watched my brother's kids and stuff as they grow. And you know, kids are usually really cute when they're little. Usually, not always, mm-hmm. right? And then. You're kind of surprised. You see, like, an awkward phase can hit, and then you're worried. Are they going to come out the other side? And most of the time you do. I don't know. Did you think you had an awkward phase? Yeah. You know, third, fourth, fifth grade. So yours was young. See, I was doing really good in elementary school. I was a cute kid in elementary school. Yeah, like, you know. Not me. Third, fourth, fifth grade. Yeah. You know, then you kind of grow out of it. I think my ugly stick hit me around seventh grade, somewhere around there. I don't even know what Snow Cone looked like. He talks like he was... Somehow a completely different person. I was probably my person, best looking in high school, college area. You think that's when you peaked? Yeah. Because there's also a peak age, and they've done studies about this, too. And it depends on which study you look at, but it's, it's different for men and women. There are some studies that say, no, for both, it's, it's this age. But most of them that I looked at, they said the uh, peak attractiveness for women is 30 or 31, somewhere right around hmm. 30, and for men, it's 50. But no, that's in, a, true. in a lot of those studies, they Look take into things. They, Look at me. They take a lot of things into consideration that um, you wouldn't think necessarily. It's maybe not just looking at someone on a picture. They're talking about uh, like one of the things that men develop, uh, or I guess peaks uh, by the time they're fifty, is their level of empathy, their ability to empathize, and so mm. all those other little attributes. So those that's things coming. Come, yeah, that's I guess coming. you should you should be getting that. <laughs> you should be getting that any day, any minute now. But anyway, back to the online dating thing. The reason it looks like. People have such a hard time is because when you go on that dating app, you are looking at people out of your league. Now, there's some good things about getting older. Like, Lazo, I thought this was interesting. They said that guys, once they're in their mid-30s, start to find women not just in their 20s attractive, but they start to really find women in their 30s and 40s more attractive. Some of them report, like, I didn't used to think women in their 40s were I wasn't attracted to him. It's not something I thought about. And then when I was attracted to him when I was a teenager. Yeah, you were, which was like a thing, right? Yeah, I loved it. You had this milk. I wanted to go to bars and meet divorced women. That was my thing. But that was like a now I'm like Jesus. One more divorced woman, (laughs) right? But I think I need more divorced women in my life. I thought it was interesting that that you know guys in their 30s they say it opens up the age ranges of who because I've noticed as I get older. It, to me, it's just that people look younger. So when I see a woman who's 38 or whatever, a lot of times I'll think she's 28 because I, she looks younger than me. And in my mind, right. I don't feel like I'm in my 40s. I'm like, I don't know, she's maybe 30, something like that. So I, I guess that's kind of how it works. But I just to, to me, they look younger. I'm sure if I was 20, that woman would look a lot older than she does to me now. But now I, I, I think that affects how I view attractiveness levels in the opposite sex because I'm like, I don't even... Look good to me, but it definitely is true for me that I find myself much more attracted to women in their 30s and 40s. Now, this just wasn't a thing. I know for you it was, but I wasn't against it. Obviously, if someone in their 30s right. wanted to hook up with me, I would have been very excited about that and very nervous. But now I think... Are you saying as, if you see a hot 24-year-old, you're like too young? They, they, no, no, no. They say 20s too. They add, oh. so it's 20s. But then you also now are taking in 30s and 40s, and men report that where they used to look at women in their 20s, anything oh. over that, they're like, oh, she's too old. Well, they stop looking like, at it that I like way. All, I like it all, baby. I like it 20 to 
50 when I was right. a kid and now. Right, and so that makes you kind of unique. But for a lot of the guys, apparently they're saying, you know, the age range, the cutoff. I mean, look, I remember being like 20 and, and meeting a girl who was like 27, and I th- I thought she looked a lot older. I thought she seemed a lot older. I thought she was a lot older. And that's crazy to me now looking back because to me, if you're in your 20s, you're all in your 20s. It's all kind of the right. same thing. But anyway, so you're, 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 um, I guess options do open up in that sense as you get older because you find more people attractive, or at least a lot of people report they do. But the problem is we continue to consistently search for people that are out of our league. Yeah. And because they have online dating now, well, well, they're able yeah. to look at all this data and actually break it down with this data and see not just are we doing it, but by how much. And they said the average is about 25% out of our league. That's, well, that's where we start. We started about 25% out of our league. At first you think that's probably a good idea because you're always shooting, you, yeah. know, uh, you know, yeah, to do better. Sure. And you also but if everybody's doing it, then that's why nobody's exactly. dating because now – you're shooting out of your league, but they're shooting out of their league, so yep. nobody's really mm-hmm. they playing think they ball can do in their better. own league. Right, I yeah. get it. Yep, and that's exactly what she talks about, because it's not just that men are doing this, it's women doing it too. And so even if you get that match, then they can look at, say that you send your first message, you know, hey, I'm going to Whole Foods, yeah. you need me to pick anything up. They, they can also look and see, okay, how many times did women respond to the first message? And then how many responses did they get total? And they are ranking these people. They're basically putting them in leagues, I guess, by looking at these sure. pictures. They broke down how they do it. But the one thing that, that Internet dating has going for it when it comes to searching for people out of your league is they said there was this uh, professor of sociology who said, one thing that was always true and is still true is that persistence does pay off. Now, of course, there's a line there. You don't want to come off as the creepy stalker. But... If you message the person and she's, you know, maybe she shouldn't respond immediately, or maybe she just responds with something brief and she's kind of hard to get a hold of, he right. says, don't give up. If you're going to continue to try and find someone out of your league and you've got this person who at least matched with you, maybe she seems, you know, not super receptive, but don't give up. Keep kind of, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. reaching out, but you got to be careful because if you're too, I've Never seen some quit. of those screenshots on Reddit where you're just like, wow, that was really aggressive. Right. It escalated quickly. These guys who sound like they think they deserve, they deserve you. And yeah. why aren't you talking to me? You matched with me. Why aren't we having sex right now? Like, well, I don't know if that's Good the question. best way to go about it, but I thought, you <laughs> know, I, match. I, I could see lots of doing that. But I just think it's interesting that they can look at, at, at Tinder and Bumble and all these things and say, now we actually have data and see. All the things that work and don't work, which was tons of stuff that I thought was interesting. But the main thing is that they figured out that we look at people that are exactly 25% more desirable than we are. Yeah. yeah. And I, I thought, you know, part of it, though, too, is that we think, we hope that we're better looking than we probably are. Right? We have to build an image of ourselves think, a little bit. I w- all right. Maybe. No? I think maybe if you're on the dating app, you're like, look at all these people. So if you see someone who's the same as you or lower, you might think to yourself, well, I can have sex with them anytime. Okay. I could just go to a bar and meet someone, me or less, comparable yeah. for anybody, right? Like, that's what, that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm on this app now. There's like 10,000 people. Why am I going to go? This is what I'm supposed to be shooting for things out of my league. Yeah. It's, you know, I don't want to listen to the same records they, I have in my car. They kind of talk about If that. I, you know... Can get a better record here. Yep, and they do. They kind of and talk it does about give that. you kind of a sense of like, well, they are hotter than me, but they aren't a dating. They're app. there. They Why say they they're there? single, right? right. Well, they they clearly aren't eh, dating anyone. Shot. Why not? Although I did but again, see that two thirds of people on Tinder in relationships. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but you said the other day, no, said two thirds of users sense. are in relationships. I found someone. Well, I didn't I find just him. Say but yes to everybody. 
Being that, I think that's a strategy. Say yes to everybody and then let well, God sort it out. Right. That also feels weird, you know? Because right. the, they're going to know that you didn't match. And then what are they thinking? Like, he said no to me. I just feel like if I was using a dating app, I would just say yes, yes, yes. Yes, all of them. Look at those matches at the end, and then, you know, that's when you can decide. Maybe be a little more I'm the guy who matches with everybody and then never responds to any messages. Never. Why not? I be, because I think when you I were do horny it, when you did it, but no, then later, not horny. Oh. But I was like, oh, you know, I think I would like to go out on a date, and then I'll get some matches. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't. Oh, so just like, like it's anything. just like I'm, yeah. It's like me thinking I'd like to do something. Yeah, sometime. like do, we exactly. should do something. Like sometime. I should do something. You know what? I should go yeah. meet someone new. Yeah. And then they'll be like, hey, and I'll be at home. I'm like, well, no, I don't. I don't want to do this. <laughs> right. <laughs> get out of the house. I don't know. Just forget it. Right. And and so they they measure one of the ways that they measure your desirability is they look at and it's I mean I'll just break this down in lay terms it sounds like what they're doing is saying how many hot girls messaged this person mm-hmm. and then they can kind of figure out okay how desirable is this guy by the way the study was only done for straight men uh, and women they they specified that so I don't know if it's different for the gay community sure. but. Uh, that's that's how they figure out how desirable you are. But it also got me thinking about this thing. When we were on vacation, someone was talking about, have you ever um, known someone or be, actually been friends with someone, someone that you went out with, who was a really, really good-looking guy? Or are you yourself a really, really good-looking guy? And what is life like for you? And, man, I was reading stories about these good-looking guys, and it's just crazy. I assume they're telling the truth, but the way that they describe, and a lot of them were saying, it's a friend of mine. He could easily be in movies. Maybe you know, some of the good-looking guys are right. humble enough they're not going to say it. But these people say, I've got friends. You know, We go out to bars. Girls, as soon as we get to the bar, girls swarm up to him. They start talking to him. They start asking if they can hang out. You know, oh, What are you doing? Ask damn. for his name. And I just think that really happens. That's amazing. I mean, there's a level of attractiveness for males where that happens. And just pages of stories of these people talking about very similar things where, yeah, it's it's crazy how different life is hmm. for a guy who's really, really good looking. I've never known anybody. Like, not, I don't know that I have either. I mean, I've known good looking guys, but not nobody that, like, if they not, walked right. into a regular bar, women no. flocked to right. them. I've, I've, that I've hung out with guys that, like, if we go to the bar, he, he could get laid if he wanted yeah. to. Yeah. I guess, you know, the one exception was when I when I was hanging out with uh, the uh, sporting player back in the day. Mm. And well, I remember, don't know if that's because mm. of the other two. Uh, right. Well, but I will say... The same with guys in bands. We've been to bars with yeah, guys yeah. in bands, and it's like, well, it's different. But I will say with Nick, when he came into the building, there were girls going, oh, my God. And I don't know if they knew that he played for the team or not. But I do know that when we went out... It's not like he was wearing his <laughs> uniform when we went out and we went to the strip club, places like that. Yeah. He got treated completely differently. Right. The women did. come So I kind of forgot about that. That's true. And it was shocking but to it me. But kind of, it is also hard to tell if because he was a soccer player. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like at the strip club, I don't think they knew that he was a soccer player. You know, I, I doubt it. Out in the middle of nowhere. Like I said, he wasn't wearing a uniform or anything. Right. He just was. There's certain people that when you see them in person, you're like, yeah. wow, you're you're. TV good looking. Yeah, and it can be men or women. Speaking of sporting, when Graham Zussi came in. Exactly. Just, ah. you, you look at him and you go, so you, you just do movies after this like or what? Full-time? And yeah. I don't know why, but it feels like there's more attractive women than there are, you know, like super attractive women than there are that level of super attractive men. Maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel like I've met. You can think of, uh, you've encountered a lot of beautiful women in your life that you thought, my goodness. But when you well, think about I those think guys, the proof is when you go, to me, it's always when you go to an amusement park. What do you mean? If you go to an amusement park, you will just see dads that all look like us or mm-hmm. worse oh, yeah, yeah. with attractive women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're all wearing like running shoes and yoga pants and looks like they work out yeah. and 
just a bunch of dudes and t-shirts and beards, old jeans or shorts, and like you're like, man, the women really have it worse. It's like, <laughs> they do. They really, a bunch really of guys, do, like you know, what I mean, just dry, and I don't mean that like we're unattractive or regular guys are attractive, but. You can tell the difference. Yeah. No. That, you know, the guys who, you know, they're like, yeah, that guy's not. He just looks like every other dad. Well, that's part of the problem, too, though. Right. And then the women are like, you're like, man, she really takes care of herself. Right. It's like Lori Vallow and, and exactly. Chad, right? We talked about them a lot. Although he was on the lower end of that. Of attractiveness, like even yeah, lower. I'm just saying, yeah, like, yeah, but- the amusement park, you're like regular guys. The women always seem to be more attractive, more attractive than the guy. Whatever that level is of the guy, yeah. his wife is better looking. Well, and yeah. I think that's that, always the case. I think that gives single guys also this idea of, of hope like, well, I don't have to look at women that are the God same right attractiveness does. scale as me on a scale of right. one to ten because I see all these guys that are with women. Well, then, but you also attractive. go back. I wonder what those guys look exactly. like 20 years ago compared to exactly. the woman then. Yep. Like maybe she wasn't standout, but now yep. in her 20s, she was just a real average girl. Yep, and she and he was a pretty decent looking guy. Now they're forty five, and he's gone completely downhill, and she's stayed the same. Which there you go. There's the difference. Yep, exactly. And that whole that's what I tend to be. Yeah, that's what I tend to think happens. But I just you know after reading through this thing, if you are one of these people who's on a dating app or dating apps, and you, you feel like you're having a tough time. They say persistence, man. Persistence, persistence. Mm-hmm. And I would say I, I can't argue with Laszlo's idea because I think I'd do the same thing. Just say yes. Say yes to everybody, and then you start contacting each other. Not different than I told right? you what I used to do when I was in my 20s right, in person. I yeah. just walk up and say, do you want to have sex? Yep. Would you like to have sex? And I remember like, saying that doesn't work, no. and Laszlo's like, it's a numbers game. It absolutely works. Eventually, someone will say yes. It's, it, it's science. If you know everyone in America right now drank a glass of water, it would kill one of them for right. some weird reason. Yep. So it's a numbers game. So, 400 women in this bar, if I ask all of them to have sex, I've got a pretty good shot that one of them is going to say yes. Yeah. What would be your tactic, by the way, now? You think 2023, what's easier? Meeting someone Same. on a dating app or just going out to a bar? Like if you're like, man, I really want to, I really want to have Wait, sex. Wait, my age now yeah, or now, back then? Now, your age uh, now, twenty twenty three, dating app, you think? Hmm. But if I was younger, the bar. I don't know, man. There's that cl- nightclub for uh, adults in Overland Park. You keep telling me you're going to go there. I'm going to one What's day. the name of that place? We have to go. We have to take like a, a, a an outing with listeners. I don't know if a lot of our listeners might not be old enough. Isn't it like a certain well, age and over? Age, is it any though. age? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like right a nightclub where a lot of divorced people hang out, right? I guess, yeah. That's we, what you I've been told. told me about it, yeah. I was told on Twitch. So. I drove by it one day. And was it was it popping? Poppin'. It was <laughs> yeah. early. It was early. But it's right by the Buffalo Wild Wings that I go to. So I thought Sounds one day right. I'd roll in there, have a couple beers, and just step next door. <laughs> Absolutely. See what happens. The Church of Alaska. Yo. Yo. What's going on, kid? We are doom scrolling. Okay, Good. so Trump is supposed to go before a judge today. I said that I thought that I had this uh, whole uh, indictment thing figured out. Then Snowcone tells me that he listened to a podcast mm. about it. So I guess he knows better. As I was reading about it this morning, they were talking about this uh, issue of the electors and trying to get these uh, you know, different electors to change the Electoral College vote in Trump's okay. favor. And I do remember video back when that was happening of like electors showing up at offices that acted like they were supposed to be there. Do you remember that? 
And people are like, the electors are here? What? You're like, no, we're right. the electors. We're supposed to be in there. And these electors, you know, it's all like a ceremonial thing, but they have certificates and all that. And I guess these fake electors even came up with their own, like, fake little mm-hmm. certificates and fake little electoral, you know, whatever. The whole thing right. is crazy. But to me, it seemed like, oh, well, that's what this indictment is about then, is about the attempt to get these alternate, I don't want to call them fake, alternate electorates to give him the electoral college vote. They explained it, but Snowcone's going to explain it better here in a second because he says it's about more than that. Donald Trump set to face a federal judge today and the four new felony counts filed against him for his efforts to overturn the 2020 election. The former president thanking his supporters for standing by him in the face of what he's slamming as an unprecedented indictment for what prosecutors describe as a criminal scheme to hang on to power after the last election. Special counsel Jack Smith says he wants to see a trial as soon as possible. Overnight, Mr. Trump's former attorney general, Bill Barr, who has been critical of the former president since leaving office, saying the First Amendment will not protect the former president, but adding that he believes Mr. Trump knew he lost the election. At first I wasn't sure, but I have come to believe that he uh, knew well that he had lost the election. Stand-up guy there, Bill Barr. I like that guy. Well, you guys don't like him? Now, I think Trump already went in front of the judge like it just happened because I saw an update earlier that oh, really? said that the judge set the next uh, date at uh, August 28th. I really don't understand. I'm just a dumb person. Like, well, I mean, me too. Because I'm like, well, if all this was illegal, why didn't they say it was illegal when he was doing it? I think they... Did. I don't remember anybody saying that. I remember a lot of people saying it. It's illegal. Yeah, yeah but not like he's going to get indicted. Rem- like, you know, it wasn't like... He's breaking the law. Like, the news wasn't on TV every day. Like, he's committing a criminal act. I don't remember that. I feel like the electorate thing that, like I said, I do remember those videos of them showing up and like, look at this. Now, whether or not Trump was responsible for that was unclear. They're like, who's sending these people? But obviously, it was assumed. But even Trump, like like you said, that taking advantage of violence or whatever. Nobody ever mentioned that before. Yeah, when the. I'm not saying it's not true that he didn't do it. I'm just saying it seems like. I don't know. Did it just take this long for them to realize it was illegal? I can't remember what was being said because I felt like the media was saying he was breaking the law every day. I think I certainly a lot of people, like on Twitter, were saying it's illegal. I don't know if the media specifically yeah. was saying it because that's kind of a lofty accusation, right? But and certainly with, a lot of citizens were saying it. And with the electoral scheme, we didn't know for sure who was behind it. These people could have been yeah. doing it by themselves. Now, this kind of explains the electoral thing, which. I felt very proud that I'd found this, and I was like, now I understand. But apparently Snowcone says this is only one-fifth of what we're dealing with. After every presidential election in December, each state gathers together electors from whichever party won the popular vote in that state. Those folks meet and send an official Mm -hmm. certificate to the National Archives and to Congress. They look like these, and they basically... This looks like a a diploma or something, Mm -hmm. right? It says, hey, you Mm -hmm. got the votes of this state. say, okay, this is who gets our state's electoral college votes. It's pretty ceremonial. Except in 2020. That's when the former president and his allies got to work convincing loyalists in seven states that they should back Republican electors in key battlegrounds won by the Democrat in the race, Joe Biden. The focus on Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Wisconsin, New Mexico and Pennsylvania. 
Some of those so-called fake electors showed up at state capitals where the real electors were meeting. They even created phony certificates. The goal, apparently, to send through this fake slate of electors to Congress, where the vice president presides over the official count. The thinking seemed to be that then-VP Mike Pence could grant Mr. Trump the disputed electoral votes or send the issue back to the states, opening the door to keeping Mr. Trump in power. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to send these fake electors to these elector offices. I guess they didn't necessarily say they were fake we're gonna then. get them in i just they remember different or something they you were different I mean? yeah. yeah and they were like they shouldn't be here i remember mm-hmm. that like oh, there's something fishy going on and then pence i don't know if this was the first time that he said it but pence has come out and said that trump did ask him to overturn the election right he says he he asked me to put him over the constitution of the indictment I, I want the american people to know that i had no right to overturn the election and then on that day, President Trump asked me to put him over the Constitution. But I chose the Constitution, and I always will. He said that He before. chose the Constitution, and he always will. He has said that he before? He said that plenty of times. Okay, yeah. well, they're acting today. I tell yeah. several updates. I don't know if he said something else then. He's used that constitutional line many times. Okay. Yeah. I always use the Constitution, yeah. Okay, so uh, now, Snow Cone. Oh, he also, Pence also said something about Trump's, what do you call his lawyers? Crackpot lawyers mm. that uh, will tell him anything he wants to hear. The lawyers do keep changing. I mean, every time I see his lawyers, I'm like, well, those are new. And those are new. And I hear, but of course, that's, I guess, what you consider liberal outlets saying that his legal fees are getting up there and that this is a problem sure. for him. And what they need to have happen is they need this trial. Now that I think about it, maybe there wasn't a, this is illegal, this is illegal, this is illegal because. I mean, Trump was in charge. Yeah, it's unprecedented. Right, right. and yeah, he was in charge, to. right? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. so, I mean, maybe we'd be hearing about it more now if, you know, the, a Democrat was president or... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then, okay, then what were the other things? Well, this Snow is according Cone, you got to Axios, it and this is the ones that I, I heard today. So, knowingly, one is making, uh, no, making false claims of election fraud to get the legislators... Right, to so the free it. speech so, thing is important because that's all his lawyers keep talking about. This is an issue of free speech. They're on TV constantly saying it, but the Justice Department has said clearly... This is not about free speech. You do have free speech. Not only do you have free speech, you're allowed to lie. You have the right okay, to so lie. What do they do then? But it sounds to me like what they're saying is you cannot. I, I don't know if this is just as but a then president. That, that becomes conspiracy. So like what, what the guy in the podcast said today was basically like you know if you ask someone to kill your husband, you that's free speech. But you're at but your words are committing a crime. Right? But are his words so, committing a crime? So, so what he, what they're saying is that making these false claims, you're trying to organize people to commit a crime. By bringing okay. the false electors. And, right? and, okay. he, and there's evidence to show that he knew what he was saying was false right. Okay, before he said, you know, as he continued to say it. And then so he it all kind it. of sets it up. So one is making the false claims. Two is organizing those fake electors. Three is trying to use the power of the Department of Justice to conduct sham election crime investigations. Yeah, which they did that. Four is trying to get Pence to overturn it. And five, and they're very explicit with this, is exploiting the January 6th violence. And they made a big point to say... Not that he incited the January 6th violence, but that once it happened, he exploited it to try and delay the proceedings further. Okay. Yeah, that one's a little confusing. I mean, it's all confusing to me because I'm not smart. But yeah, they, but... Jack Smith made a big point to say it wasn't inciting. It was that he exploited the violence because there's, there's a huge difference there. Okay. okay. To me, the... So the... in this podcast, they seem to think he was going to get convicted? Yeah, they said like, well, they, it's confusing, but they said that the acquittal rate is very low. That's what very, I keep reading, too, is that a jury would not... What is an acquittal rate of people who have done this before? Like, who's ever done this before? They heavily implied that they think jail time is going to happen. 
Okay, but you say the acquittal rate is low. Does that mean, mean the, the percentage of people? Well, the likelihood. Oh, okay, yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah, likelihood of acquittal. I'm like, people have been accused of this right, before. Sorry, right, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. No, I'm not. No need to apologize. I was confused. No, I'm with you. Like, where was I? I didn't right. know there was precedent right, for this. Right, right. But, yeah, I keep it. Well, it doesn't the mean there thing. isn't. There could have been precedent in yeah. a New Hampshire Senate race that I've never heard sure, about where yeah, this happened sure. before. And, you know. So the big issue is when will this actually go to trial? And, of course, you have the right to a speedy trial so that you don't have to sit around in prison and languish and right. all that. But they said what you got to keep in mind in this instance is that the basically the victim also has the right to a speedy trial. And the American people, in are this case, are the victim, sure. according to this indictment. So they have a right to bring this thing to trial in a you know reasonable amount of time. Of course, reasonable for the Justice Department would be before the election because uh, Trump's going to try and delay this thing until he, until until the next he election. wins the election. And if he wins, sure. then he'll either pardon himself or ask the Justice Department to drop the charges. Right. So do they think they can get it to trial before? That part, I they just keep... Well, the judge put the trial... I can't, it wasn't this indictment, but it was whatever the previous one was. So, they set it for, like I think, May of next year. So that's before the election. The thing from 28 minutes just, ago you know, says judge sets next... Easily. Next hearing in Trump 2020 election case for August 28th. And then it says you can follow live updates here. And I don't know what that means. I don't know how many times you go in front of a judge. I know I heard you like one like, trial start date was like May of 2024. You heard that? I did. Okay. I, I did could be wrong. That. And they could, it probably will change. I assume they're going to try and oh, they never change. do it sooner. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I don't know. That that's, I shouldn't say that. But I've never if they had a right. trial date and then them say, oh, we're going to do it faster. Yeah, if you waive your right to speedy trial. He pleaded not guilty Thursday to federal conspiracy charges accusing him of plotting to subvert the will of the voters. Before entering his plea, Trump answered basic questions from the judge and was informed of the charges against him and the potential penalties. The serious charges call for up to 20 years in prison. Trump appeared before a magistrate judge in Washington's federal courthouse two days after being indicted on four felony counts. That's all the stuff we've talked about. So, But when they say come back uh, August 28th, what does that mean? It's just another, like, then we'll talk about the next time you'll come back. No, they, might, they may have that. to do, you know, who knows? Yeah, if they set so the trial date, they may have to do jury selection, all that other yeah, stuff, right? so many. I though. didn't know that they'd set a trial date. And there's another one coming. Yeah. Yeah. With the Georgia thing. It's hard to keep up with. Yeah. And these legal fees he is allowed to pay for with his campaign money, right? Because it's... But when, there's times when you're not allowed to, right? Like the Stormy Daniels that. thing, was, they said you couldn't. Even I'm not though sure we about thought, that. even though we thought you should have been able to, because it certainly could have hurt your campaign. Well, he can. They know he can now because he's having money problems. Because he started with 150 in his pack, 150 million. He's down to four million now, and he just asked for a refund that they gave this other super pack of 60 million. So he he is using his pack money quickly to pay legal fee very quickly, hmm. very quickly. Hmm. I wonder how much. And you're allowed to do that. That's, that's my question because with the Stormy Daniels thing, you and I both said like I I could see why you. Well, if they say you're allowed to do that, I could see why because right. it could hurt your chances. It would seem like you. But is that illegal? Figure is that paying off someone? That's you know. It seems like that would be more Reasonable? allowable. <laughs> yeah, with yeah. my campaign money, like, hey, this person's going to say bad stuff about me, mm-hmm. right. and it will hurt the campaign. Can't you use campaign money to do a catch and kill for a story? Can mm-hmm. you do that? As opposed know. to, I need you guys to go ahead and hire me a defense attorney because that seems yeah. like yeah, that's not campaign. But, I, you know what? I don't know. Campaign, I don't know either. finance reform, what do I know? I don't know either. I mean, can just remember 2015 when Trump came riding down that escalator. What was life like before that? I mean, I, we knew who <laughs> Trump was. But, God, things were just so different. Once Trump rode down that escalator, that was it. I could not go a day. I 
hell, I couldn't go an hour without hearing his name. And when Biden got elected, I was like, all right, good. We get a few year break here, which we sort of did. We did. We We just got quiet. Now now it's back. Once he got kicked off Twitter and Biden got elected, it it went back. We didn't have to hear about Trump nearly as often. You had just people complaining about normal stuff. Price of gas is too high. It was great. President isn't. Yeah, he's old. He can't talk. Wasn't it nice to not have to worry about it every single day? It was glorious. But I also need to do some uh, personal uh, reflecting because I think. I shouldn't have been getting as worked up. That stuff's out of your control. I would see this Trump news and be like, we are doomed. I can't believe how dumb this country is. I can't believe how dumb what he just said was. That's so embarrassing. Why, do I, why was I that worked up about it? Look, it's, you should get worked up about certain things. It's a democracy. It's a republic. You should be aware. But I got too worked up. I think, Snowcone, maybe you did too. I don't know. Oh, I don't want to speak for you. Did. But I think it was, it was an unhealthy level amount of stress. And the media absolutely. obviously played into that because they want you to be stressed out. Yeah. Like, look at this. Constantly doom and gloom. Yeah. Absolutely. And well, I, I mean, do you regret your vote for him twice? <laughs> I, I, I now re- looking at I it, I regret the media's. I voted for him the first time because I was like, "Let's watch it all burn. This will be funny." I, I, I then after that, I was like, "Oh, sorry about that. That is worse than <laughs> I thought." But, but you, you thought? doubled down. <laughs> well, I thought he learned. We're going to do all this. We need it's four more years. Cost, I, like, I, I know everyone My talks fault. about sunk costs, but sorry I just thought, <laughs> "Look, he's learned some stuff, right? In four years, <laughs> seemed like a bad idea to me. The first time." I'll take the heat. The yeah. second time is all on you, Slim. <laughs> the Church of Laszlo. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. It's time to doom scroll with Slim Fast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, doom scroll some more, please. All right, well, I know this has been the week of Lizzo. Sure, there's a Trump indictment. Mm, sure. But I feel like that's second to all this Lizzo drama. And what we were all thinking the last couple of days is, what is Lizzo going to say about this? And when is she going to say something what about this? What is going on with Lizzo? What's the deal with Lizzo? Well, she has finally said something, and she denies these allegations and thinks that they're ridiculous. She would never, ever tell someone that they couldn't work for her because of her weight, because she herself has dealt with that type of persecution her entire life. Just this week, Lizzo speaking out for the first time, writing on Instagram this. These last few days have been gut-wrenchingly difficult and overwhelmingly disappointing. My work ethic, morals, and respectfulness have been questioned. I'm very open about my sexuality and expressing myself, but I cannot accept or allow people to use that openness to make me out to be something that I am not. There is nothing I take more seriously than the respect we deserve as women in the world. I know what it feels like to be body shamed on a daily basis, and I would never criticize or terminate an employee because of their weight. Well, I'm sure this will be a story that will continue to follow. Yeah, I'm sure we'll all continue to follow, but wait, it's it's not over. There's Uh-oh. more to this. Snowcone, your gal, Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't totally know what this means, but hopefully you do. She does something called Break My Soul. That's a song, yeah, I guess. That's a song. Yeah. Queen's yeah. Remix. That's my favorite song. Queen's Remix. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, she you like per- the house Beyonce, yeah. yeah. Sure. She performed it uh, in concert uh, in Boston. Yeah. And uh, normally she gives Lizzo a shout out when yeah. she does that. She didn't do it this she time. She skipped over oh, Lizzo's name. Oh, snap. I, I tried to snap and I didn't snap. 
Uh, yeah, so I don't know what any of that means. It says, normally Lizzo's name appears in the lyrics of Break My Soul Queen's remix, alongside the likes of Nina Simone, Lauren Hill, and Nicki Minaj as part of Beyonce's song celebrating black women in the entertainment industry. Imagine that. I wonder if she like went silent for a second, where Lizzo's name normally is. If she mm. doesn't say that she put someone else's name in there. Mm. But, I mean, that's bad. That's bad. That's you know really you got bad. a scandal when Beyonce won't touch it. That's you right. Know? Mm-hmm. Because Beyonce could say, like, hey, I'm going to wait for this to play out. Let's see what the well, courts have to say. Sides. But she's already taken sides. She must know something we don't. Yeah. She's like, yeah, no, I should have never put Lizzo's name in this song. I wonder who she'll replace it with. You need one Taylor more. Taylor Swift. No, black women. Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> Ariana yeah. Grande might work, uh, something like that. Yeah. Oh, I know. Um, who's the girl from Australia that did the rap song? Iggy Azalea. Iggy Azalea. Yeah. She yeah, could do Iggy Azalea. That would sound good. Hey, Ozempic is being sued. We've heard a lot about Ozempic and what's the other one, uh, Wygovi, yeah. in the last year because it's this miracle weight loss drug that's supposed to be for diabetes, but it's being prescribed off-label. And it's allowed to be prescribed off-label because it does help people lose weight because it suppresses their appetite. Well, apparently, it can also lead to something called stomach paralysis. Here it which, is. Why don't you wait until uh, the shoe to drop with this? Anytime something gets this popular, you know that there's going to be some sort of blowback. I mean, what stomach paralysis? So, well, I looked into it. It's exactly, I guess, what you would think. Did we talk about this already? Did, did we? we? Did we talk about stomach paralysis? I don't remember. I yeah. looked. At, I had to look it up this morning. It has another name, gastroparesis or something. But this is when the nerves in your stomach basically stop working. So it kind of becomes semi-paralyzed, which means when you eat food, it just sits in your stomach. But I yeah. thought that could help you lose weight, too. Right. I mean, you'd feel full. full longer, right? right. If there's yeah. just food sitting in your stomach. But uh, the lawsuit says they need to put better warning labels on Ozempic. The makers of the popular diabetes drug Ozempic and Manjaro are being sued by a patient who says the drug's warning labels are not strong enough. Both drugs are used off-label for weight loss. A Louisiana woman with diabetes claims drug makers Novo Nordisk and Eli Lilly failed to adequately warn about the risks for serious stomach problems. Her suit claims the drugs caused stomach paralysis and sent her to the emergency room. I love a good warning label. And speaking of warning labels sure. you know cigarette what warning does, labels what does stomach paralysis do to you though i mean is it does it kill you it said that it, and the thing that i read which was very brief it just said it could cause uh could lead to hospitalization so i don't know what they do there maybe they pump, pump, pump your, pump like your stomach and then start I, yeah i don't know i don't know how they unparalyze it right that's what I'm maybe they know, could, can they shock things. it yeah permanent right yeah I don't know. Maybe they get those nerves stimulated somehow. But you know, in or to stimulate your nerves. United States, what do cigarettes say on the on your pack now? It's the delicious same thing, right? Delicious, right? It says, and then there's that little thing from the Surgeon General, the Debbie same. Downer. It's fine. It says uh, this may cause don't worry about this. pregnancy or something. Yeah. So don't, uh, don't worry about this. In other countries, we know that they have more graphic labels. You've probably seen some of the pictures, or maybe you've traveled abroad and seen some of the packs that have pictures of like. You know, people in the hospital. Uh, I mean, I've literally seen a pack of cigarettes that had a picture of someone just laying in the hospital bed. Uh, pictures of, you know, lungs and all that stuff. Well, now Canada has taken it a step further because I think Canada already had kind of the, the graphic stuff. They told the cigarette companies, like, I don't know, how do you put more warnings on cigarettes? When you're thinking, like, all right, you've, you've now got the warnings, you've got pictures of diseased lungs that you couldn't make it any less appetizing. I'm still doing it. What other labels could you put on these things? Well... They put warnings on the actual individual cigarettes. Look at this. Now every cigarette has writing on it that says different things. So each individual cigarette. Let's see. uh, Poison in every puff is one of them. Mm. Uh, Cigarettes cause leukemia. There's one. 
Cigarettes make you impotent. There you go. Tobacco smoke harms children. Who cares? Cigarettes <laughs> cause cancer. Uh, cigarettes damage your organs. So each one, this will be like a collect them all sort of thing. <laughs> right? Train them. I, I wonder if friends. that's what all of them are going to say. I just saw a snapshot there, so maybe that's what all of them say. But if there are more, I'd be interested to see them. Honestly, all joking said, that would be something I'd like to collect. I would now like to get a pack of cigarettes from Canada that has the writing on the cigarettes. Look, you, we've tried this. You put the things on there. Kids well, slowly work, though. Kid, right, and kids don't like smoking. Right. right? We got it so down to like 1%. It. The smokers who smoke. It's going to be hard for them to stop, but a, yeah. no reason to quit trying. No, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like I guess they're worried about uh, vaping. I, they keep acting like vaping leads to kids wanting to smoke actual cigarettes. I don't know if that's true or not. It seems like it would just lead them to want to vape or continue to vape, but I don't know. Speaking of which, I heard that Juul has come out with a uh, vape device that somehow age verifies you. Did you see that? No. I just saw the headline, and I was like, well, I mean, I guess I know they've got the smart gun, which I know Lazo's been talking about the smart gun forever. Have you seen those? No. They've got those now, too. There's this company. I actually saw them being demoed, and I always wonder, like, how that would work. We know you talked about how they could put right. fingerprint yeah, readers in right? And the criticism was like, well, what if I need it in a hurry? or what? Well, this thing is fast. It does two things. It reads. This is just this one company that I saw doing it, and they may be the only ones. <clears throat> but... It does read your, like, I think it reads maybe your palm print and your fingerprint, but it definitely does fingerprint reading. But it also does a facial recognition thing. Mm. That way... That's uh, what I always thought. If we can use it for our phone, we should be able to use it for our gun. Yeah, it's doing both things at once. And this guy who works for the company, I saw him talking about it, and he said, when they, when they go to test out, if you go to pick the gun up, and the amount of time it takes you to pick the gun up, now, as soon as you touch the gun, it's starting to register that fingerprint. And then as you're picking that gun up, it's now looking at your face. And I think he was saying the way it's designed is that as long as one of those two things works, works that way it's a redundancy thing. But it also is a speed thing because as you reach down and it's processing that fingerprint, you can't get pick the gun up and pull the trigger. They're like There's no scenario right. where it wouldn't yeah. be fast, fast enough, enough right. unless you literally just we try to... We should do that for sure. Absolutely. And this company, I guess, has got a bunch of money invested in it now. And sounds That'd like it good. was almost one of these like Kickstarter things. And I thought, good, that's something... I think a lot of people could... Hopefully we all agree on it. Agree right? on I mean, I know that I don't dream that we'll all agree on it, okay? Right. Someone will say, well, what if I'm in a battle and I need my partner's gun because I, mine's been taken from me and we're wiped no. out, whatever. Shut up. But with all the kids that get injured with right. guns being in homes and, and just, you know, stolen guns being used in most of these uh, gun crimes... I shouldn't say most. I don't know if it's most. I think it's most. I know that, like, the, the actual... The mass shootings are legal. The mass shooting right. ones are legal. Right. I think other gun. I'm pretty sure, but I don't. Okay. You have to look that up. Either way, mass shootings. Either way, it seems like something that most of us could agree on. And what I thought was interesting too is the company's talking about how much the guns cost. And I thought because it was like a couple thousand dollars, and I don't know exactly what that gun would cost. Maybe eight hundred, a thousand dollars without being a smart gun. But I thought, well, that's something that also I think we could subsidize. Yeah, for sure. And say, you know what? Okay, well, what does and it cost to put that technology on? Even better. Absolutely. And and you know, of course, I'm. I would just take if they start if they set some sort of a date and said guns, just like they do with emissions on cars. By this year, all new guns exactly. being sold have to have this. I I just feel like that's something that we could agree on. So the U.S. women's soccer team, you know, they're supposed to be the best of the best. And they're, like, guaranteed to win medals. You expect them to really win it all. But they've been having a lackluster season. I read an article earlier that said that they're just having a hard time finding their identity this year, mm. Laszlo. But I saw the other day, you know, they had this game against Portugal. And they said, this is a must-win game. And? And then, and then they tied it. 
So I don't know exactly how all this works, but apparently uh, they get a point. But now instead of going to play who they wanted to play, which I think was maybe South Africa or something, they're going to have to go play maybe Sweden. I'm not sure. It's not what they wanted. And whoever they're getting ready to go play is a team that the U.S. women have had the most trouble with Uh in the past. Yeah, Sweden. It is Sweden? Yes, okay. you said during okay. the break, yeah. So uh, I talked to uh, Lindsay Horan uh, from the U.S. women's team this morning and got her thoughts on you know the criticisms and what's going on and how, how well she's handling all the criticism and the, the worry that people yeah, have. Yeah, she's an attractive woman. It's your guys' job to have the opinion you know, of our team. You guys are all watching us. Everyone in the world gets to have their opinion. Um, and this is uh, it's the World Cup. You know, it's the biggest stage. And and she said you guys, she wanted to make it clear, that includes you, Lazo, and Snowcone, too, all, all of us. Teams are better and better. Um, some of the most competitive matches that, you know, we've been a part of or we've seen. And, you know, you see some of these massive teams going out of the World Cup as well. And it's it's crazy. Um, it crazy. But at the end of the day, it's the World Cup. Yep. Uh, this is World what Cup. we're the playing best for. The we're best. playing for these big matches. We're playing for these big moments, these yep. pressure cookers. So go get it, ladies. I'm rooting for you. want to be a part of. And, you know, us being the U.S. national team, we're always going to have that. Yeah. You, you guys always want to talk about us, and we're, we're going to take that. Don't you feel like kind of what you're saying there is part of the issue is that we've gotten to the point where we just think there's so much better yes. than everyone else. And that has to get into their heads where they think we're so much better. Well, it happened with, you know, the, the men's U.S. basketball absolutely. team. Absolutely. It happened to them, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know how you – the underdog has a fire. Yeah, and so it's a little and chip and, on the shoulder. Yeah, and I don't know how – it's hard to make the I'll U.S. – how to play from the lead. How to make the U.S. women's soccer team uh, – Feel like an underdog, maybe, maybe just what's been going on. Well, maybe you know, so they far. are now. Yeah, have you bet any money on it? No, I, I don't think the next game it's to like the sixth, but we should bet. What's the last thing you bet money on? What's well, the last thing you won money on? That's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Oh no, well, I bet yesterday. What's the last thing? What'd you mm, baseball? Okay, oh yeah, and my app has locked me out because um, payment issues. <laughs> I'll get that figured out. An 87 year old grandmother wakes up in the middle of the night. I don't know if it was middle of the night. I assumed it was middle of the night because she said she woke up from sleep, but I guess it's an 87-year-old woman could have been asleep at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, But she wakes up, and there is a man standing over her, a young man standing over her with a knife, and he's threatening her. And, uh, you know, this is a scary moment, so she had to jump up. But luckily, she's got those shoes that you don't have to tie. You just slip them on. Oh, yeah, that's good. It's hard with her arthritis to have to bend over and tie the shoes. When this ended up uh, being beneficial to her because she could get them on quickly and get to kicking, and she started kicking this guy. Now, it turned out that this guy... She put her shoes on first before she kicked him? Put her shoes on. She said she put those shoes on and started kicking them. Maybe she wanted to protect her feet because her toes are brittle and... Seems odd. Well, she said she put the shoes on and she started kicking. And uh, you know what she found out? She found out this kid, he's just hungry. He just he needed something to eat. Sounds like he's down on his luck, so he decided to go rob an old lady. So Why she, did he stand she, above her with a knife? She, Why not just go in the refrigerator while I, she's sleeping? I would like to talk to this kid about his, his whole approach here. It makes Let's no sense. Let's have a plan sense. up there, kid. Right. If you're just like you hungry, broke into the house, have a plan. You know, right. she's sleeping. Now just grab some food. Right. I don't know. Maybe he was over and he was trying to get her money, and then she woke up as he was getting ready to go through her wallet. I don't know. But she woke up, and he's standing there. So she called 911, but None she... None of this story makes any sense. I know. Well... She put on her shoes... To kick him, so she says... Yeah, she's then, laying in bed. Yeah. He's got a knife, then yeah. she, like, jumps rolls up, over, puts on her shoes, then kicks him? Jumps up, puts on like her what, shoes... what, then gets back in bed? No, jumps up, puts her shoes on, she makes it sound like she started, you know, kicking at him, and then, I don't know, somehow she ends up feeding this kid, like, peanut butter while she calls 911. I woke up to see... I'm 
a male standing <laughs> over me it. by my bed telling me he was going to cut me. A terrifying start you. to the day for 87-year-old Marjorie Perkins. I jumped out of bed, got my shoes on real fast because they don't have ties, and I was ready to kick. Her intruder quickly learned he had picked the wrong home to break yeah, into. Having had break. enough of Marjorie's beating, she says the young man headed for the kitchen. He said he was very hungry, <laughs> so I gave him crackers well, and peanut butter. I just don't think it's going to happen in your neighborhood, and here it is. By the way, the neighborhood is a trailer park. I just thought it was interesting when that guy said that. Like, you don't think it's going to happen in your neighborhood? I'm like, you didn't? Well, what other yeah, neighborhood would it happen in? I don't know. What neighborhood? Uh, none of it makes any sense. So the lady's laying in, but this story's not true. You don't think it's true? The it's lady's laying certainly in, embellished by the media or something. The lady's laying in bed. She wakes up. There's a kid mm-hmm. with a knife over her. Mm-hmm. She gets out of bed, puts, on her, puts on her shoes, and then starts kicking him. And she picks up a chair and throws a chair at him. Or is pushing this chair at him. And then he, he tries says, pushing her against right, the wall. I'm getting my ass kicked by this old lady. That, so let me run to the kitchen and get some food. That's the part that's a little fuzzy and doesn't make a lot None of sense. None of it makes any he sense. He pushes her up against the wall. Putting on the shoes before she attacks him yeah, makes it sense. Make sense. No, none of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. I feel like she knew the kid knows her nephew or something. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's like, listen. Ha- we're going to find out they're having an affair. You think? Mm-hmm. Hey, but... Uh, all joking aside, she, I'm not does, joking. she does sound hot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All joking aside, you don't mess with old people, you know? Yeah, leave them alone. What the hell? Just don't mess with kids and don't mess with old people. And why, if you're just hungry, why not just go to the refrigerator and get something to eat? Right. She's or sleeping. when she wakes up and you're in the house, then you can tell her, oh, I'm sorry, I'm just hungry. It sounds like she's going to feed you. She's a grandmotherly type, right? There's nothing. There's no reason to attack her. They said in the, one, in the article that I read that she was... On the phone with the police while he was eating crackers and peanut butter and stuff in the kitchen. So I don't know exactly what that 911 call sounds like, but apparently she's like, have a seat, eat something, and uh, I'm going to call the police on you. He's like, okay. Yeah, and he's like, great. Maybe they'll have food in jail. Yeah. And 17, you know, he's hungry. He's robbing trailers for food. None of it makes any sense. Yeah, you're right. It just doesn't make any sense. I thought it was just kind of a depressing story about poverty when I I saw the local news story, but maybe it's just all false. Her, the idea that she would pick up a chair, I don't know what this 17-year-old looks like. The idea that she would put her shoes on first. Well, that's that's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. And then that she'd be able to use this chair to fight him off. She says that he pushed her against the wall, and then she's fighting him off with this chair that she's hitting him with. How is she picking up a chair and hitting him with this chair? And then she's feeding him. I don't know, man. You're right. This could be one of those. We've heard about these these planted stories for those local yeah. news stations looking for something viral. I don't love it. I'll give you something viral. The Church of Laszlo. Mark Zuckerberg built an octagon in his backyard? Yeah, he's ready to fight Elon. Yeah. Well, do you see he released that screenshot of uh, the text messages with his wife, Priscilla? Mm-mm. Do you see that part of it? I guess, So I guess he didn't ask her to build the octagon? Sure. Sure. I wouldn't think that he'd need to. I don't know. He's like a billionaire. But anyway, uh, he texted her and said, did you see the octagon that I put in the backyard? By the way, I also thought it was interesting in the screenshot um, from the technologies. He's using an Android. And I know that he hates Apple or whatever, all that right. beef with Apple. So I thought it was funny that it, he's using Android. But he said, do you see that octagon I put in the backyard? And she said, yes, I saw it. And he says, it looks awesome. And her response was just, Mark. And you're like, oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Even when you're a billionaire, you know? Sure Doesn't matter how rich Mark. you get, you still get the mark so then he responded to that because now he knows he's in trouble he's like we have plenty of yard space that's what i was thinking how big is the yard right it's massive i would think and he said we have plenty of yard space and she says i've been working out in that grass for two years so now he's trying to decide whether or not to 
to keep the octagon or get rid of it because of her. So he was doing some sort of a poll. But I just thought, man, I would think there's a level you can achieve. We can just get to build wealth. the octagon. Well, you, you get want. to build the octagon. You know, I understand that you should go over big expenses. Not, and, uh, w- not when you have that much but money. But not when you have that much money. You just do what you want. So, it, look, I guess then it becomes uh, she doesn't like the way that it looks. I mean, he could buy her an island or something, right? right? Yeah, it's such whatever. next level. You don't strike me as the kind of person who does that. Like, I feel like you're considerate in relationships in the sense that you probably wouldn't have gone out and made a huge purchase without telling someone. No, of course not. You, you never did the, like, beg for forgiveness thing no. like I did, where I went and bought a car and no, just called in the middle of the day like, got you a new car, which, no. you know, could have been worse, but it could have been better. But I also wasn't Mark Zuckerberg, so, you know, when my ex was like, how are we going to afford this? I'm like, we got it. There was, you know, she had a reason to be skeptical. Like, right. do we because got it? Oh, she yeah. had it. Yeah, I'm not so sure that that's... <laughs> well, we got it. Yeah. When I say we, I mean you. Yeah, I looked at... Now that we share bank accounts, I'm pretty we got sure... plenty of money in there. Yeah, if we use your money, I think... Because I've been using my money to buy stuff for me, and now I'm using your money to also buy some stuff for me, and I feel like... It's you know, really working out it's well. It's working out. I'm getting a lot more stuff. I've got a lot more stuff. I think it's pretty nice. But, like, I was thinking, okay, an octagon... I don't think I've ever seen Mark Zuckerberg's wife. You haven't? Mm-mm. I'll show her to you. What's her name? Priscilla. That's her. Huh. You don't, she's not familiar? You don't remember seeing her? Maybe now that you say it. I don't remember their story. I don't remember how they met. Didn't, isn't, wasn't she into computers or something? They've been together for a while, right? Because I, I think he was married before Facebook went public, wasn't he? I don't know. It seems like they've been together a while. But also, this whole Octagon thing, I assume, is still part of the Elon versus Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, right. He's getting ready. Yeah, but it feels like Mark Zuckerberg or Elon Musk, unless I missed something, Elon is not... Uh, I don't think he was ever really in. Do you think he just said it and didn't realize that Zuck actually trains with that stuff? And then people were posting pictures of him with side by side Brazilian jiu jitsu guys just looking ripped. Well, yeah, I saw. And fighting. And like, oh, I. I thought you were just another dork. Right, like another dork. Right. I saw the picture they posted side by sides where it's, it's Zuckerberg like flexing in great shape, and then next to him is Elon, and he looks flabby and out of shape. And Elon, you know, couldn't help but respond to that, and he said, "I don't remember what it was." You're like, "He's worth three billion. I'm worth six billion. Mm-hmm. So whatever it was, like, okay. Mm-hmm. I you guess still get also, your ass kicked. Yeah, you still get your ass kicked. And and the whole X thing, I, I guess that's real because my phone changed my. Twitter account to oh, X. I didn't even notice. You didn't notice when you go to Twitter? Mm-hmm. Oh, when you go to... Oh, I mean, it just says X. I really thought... Because working in radio, I've seen radio stations do stunts. It's like a thing that's been around right, forever. Sure. When I was a kid, I got tricked by them all the time. Some station saying that I, they're going to give everybody a billion dollars or whatever it was. I'm like, hey, did you hear the news? Mm-hmm. We're all going to be rich. Or, hey, did you hear the news? This radio station's going away. And they're like, just kidding. I'm right. Like, Damn. But I, so I assumed that's what he was doing with this X thing, but I don't know, man. They, Does it change? The, it change? Yeah, on my phone. Didn't it change on your phone, Snowcone? That's X right there is, the, uh, is my Twitter app now. Mine still says Twitter. Oh, really? That's weird. I feel like my, when did yours switch did to Did it do X, it all Snowcone? by itself? Two days ago. Yeah. Did it do it all by itself? itself? Yeah, I didn't do anything. Woke maybe, up and it was changed. Maybe you don't have auto updates no, on? No, I don't. Okay, so there you go. I heard that he was also allowing you to hide your blue check mark now because some people think it's embarrassing to have a blue check mark. Kind of is. Yeah. Why? Okay, but then why would you hide? Why it? would you pay for? I, it? I don't know why you'd pay for it and hide it. Right. It, I thought paying for it as a status thing. That's why you were going to pay for it. But then, so why is it embarrassing to have it? Because you know you paid for it. It means you're paying for it. 
Well, then why would you? Oh, yeah, why would you hide my it? brain is melting here. There's no reason, There'd be to, no hide reason it. to have a check mark. Right. If you're going to hide it, that makes no sense. It's for weird you to just as that like, old lady putting on the shoes. Exactly. And for you to just be like, well, yeah, it is kind of embarrassing. Okay. But then why did you buy it? If you think it's embarrassing, And then what does a blue check mark do for you if it's hidden? Right. It does no good. If you wanted to pay for that status of having a check mark. Anyway, Laszlo, uh, you have kids, so you have to be made aware of all these trends that are going on in the world. And you know, most of them originated on TikTok. I don't know if this one did or not, but I assume so. But it's called bed rotting. And have you guys heard of bed rotting? Mm-mm. They're talking about bed rotting like it's a, a mental health thing, like it's, it's, it's good for you. I saw them talking okay. about it on the news. They're clearly confused about it. Have you it. heard of, what a title, bed rotting? Bed rotting is, I guess, not quite as bad as it actually sounds. Right. sounds horrible. It does sound pretty yes. disgusting. The term has become popular on TikTok to describe a staying in bed all day by choice, being inactive, thus the rotting the day away. Okay, so they, they call it a self-care thing that sometimes you just need to... Yeah. Stay in bed all day. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that too. But did you need a, like a, a social media trend to tell you that some days you just don't feel like getting out <laughs> no, of bed? No, but maybe you know a social media trend that's a, that lets you know that it's okay. That's true because I do feel because guilty. Because sometimes you feel guilty, so they're saying you don't have to feel guilty. Sometimes yeah. you should just spend the day in bed, and that probably makes people feel better. Yeah, that's true because I I I I would I feel guilty every time. I think there's never been a time where I've stayed in bed all day, and I don't know about all day. If I'm sick all day, but like non-sick, okay, you're healthy. And you don't have the boys. And let's just pretend like it was a weekend they didn't have sports. And what's the big deal? So I get out of bed and go downstairs to the lazy boy? I mean, exactly. it's not that big of a difference. Like, I know, but it, putting on pants, you feel like you've done I, I do, do that. that. I know, but see, I do. I'm like, all right, I'll put on my pants, I'll put on my shoes, and then I don't leave. I just sit mm-hmm. on the couch. I'm like, yeah, I could have done all this in bed. Mm-hmm. I didn't need to get up to do this. But somehow I, I feel better about it. I don't know why. But what's the longest you, you will stay in bed on a day? I get out of bed. Out of I, I do get out of bed. I don't know why, but I do. So even... I just get out and go downstairs. Even if you're feeling depressed? I don't like to lay in bed for too long. Even if you're feeling low or depressed, you just yeah. laying in bed is not your thing? I get out of bed earlier on weekends than I do during the week, which I know we have weird schedules, so maybe that's part of the reason. But Lying in bed is okay, though, I guess, right? I guess that's what they're saying. Bed All right, are we so. done? Yeah. Good show, done. Brian Wilson. Stay positive, kids. The Church Shot Laszlo. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 